I am unashamed. What about you? All right, welcome back to Unashamed. Uh, I'm back in the house. I've been on the road quite a bit. I, I flew in last night. I was in California, Dan. Chowchilla, California. Met oh. some of the best people. You know, it's. I, I told them, I said, you know, Lisa and I love to parachute I in. I mean, good people are left out there. There's a bunch of them. And I, it was just like I was at an event in West Monroe, Louisiana. That's kind of people. They're farmers. You know, it's all farmland. Everything's ag where these guys are. And they're just really held hostage, you know, in their state. But but these people are salt of the earth. I mean, they're fantastic. Pro-life, very enthusiastic about us being there. It was really, they were great. So I made Chilla. a swing up through uh, California, various towns. I can't remember them. But they were among the farmers and all. And we got on the city square, and I got up on some hay bales. I was there. Preach the gospel, you know. I met some, there were some duck hunters there. A lot of duck, good duck hunters. The duck hunters I met have been following us since the duck men days. One guy said, I got, I still got the VHS tape, the duck yep. men, the duck yep. men of Louisiana. Yep. Do you still have a, uh, what, what do you need <laughs> VCR. to play a VCR? <laughs> that's, I forgot to ask that, but that's how the crucial Those part will be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. got one, you might ought to hang on to it as a as a treasure. I was also in, everything makes a comeback, Al. Yeah, you're right, and and it, it'll probably come back to that. It'll be vintage, and they just when it makes a comeback, they call it vintage. Then you pay a lot yeah, more. It's all money. a circle. You'll be paying the big money again, just like you did the first VCR lease, and I bought cost about five hundred dollars. We had to finance it. Vintage. That's an excellent Scrabble word. If there you, you use that, you could use seven all letters. letters. That's yeah. right. That's, yeah. That's but it was as good as duck hunting as I've ever had. Oh California. yeah, California. Oh, it's good hunting, and boy, that's rich farmland too. It was. It oh was, yeah, it was great. So I was in Norman too last week, Norman, Oklahoma, and I told them I brought my LSU cup. I said, you know, misery loves company this year, and they kind of went, ooh, it was kind of a murmur. It's kind of like when you went to New Zealand. Yeah, and uh, I said, oh, is it, sorry, is that is it too soon? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we not joke about it yet? <laughs> but you know, people take, take their football serious. Well, speaking of that, uh, yeah, I didn't get any. Did you get any congratulatory texts? We're a little ahead of the uh, where uh, games that are happening, but well, we have four people. We assemb- have Florida fans. We in have our four family. people assembled here. Uh, two of them are LSU fans. That would be me and you. Phil, he don't watch football. He don't care. He don't care. And then we have Zach, who is a Bonafide Florida fan because he was raised in Florida. Yeah. So who won well, that game? Bo- by well, the fact that you don't know who won the game <laughs> proved my point, Phil. <laughs> LSU dominated, so we're we're trending. We're trending. trending I would, I would say I would say dominated. I mean, they played a good game. I think when you score was... a touchdown on your first six possessions. I think that's pretty well, dominating. <laughs> what was the final? The final score was you won by what a touchdown. Yeah, it was a, what, we, I mean, we won, we won by ten. By 10 and uh, but when you're on the road at, at Florida, supposedly the swamp, it doesn't look like a swamp. I think that was pretty dominating. I was. Well, I was. Right. I started to send out an SOS. I was worried about my cousins, my uncle, because I didn't hear anything from them. So I thought, well, I hope they're all okay um, Saturday night, but. I guess they're good. Zach's here today, so we're all good. Well, welcome, Zach. What do you have to report? Yeah, you got any reports? Ready to get off North Carolina, LSU, Florida game? Yeah, I did forget to tell you guys that we did get word back on the on the survey of of the of the unashamed nation on the use of the word eschatology. (laughs) 
The fact that you're bringing it up means that you probably have a favorable impression of their response. But let's hear it. You know, I don't know how I, I scientific not. the data is that Zach gets. He, it may skewer towards, you know. This is two emails, and they're probably cousins that are married, you know, that he married into from family members. He spent way too no. long in, at college and probably don't have a job right now. Well, I'll tell you what. I was, yeah, I was impressed by the, by the response of the people. Like I thought, our audience is sophisticated. They're highly intelligent. They knew the word. Now, not only that word, they also knew the word syntax. Now, I will say this, though. One, one gentleman did say this. This was the one negative comment. This guy says, I've watched, uh, or this woman, I've watched from North Carolina, have been for years. Y'all better get Zach back to his basic roots. His time in Asheville, land of the libs, has caused him to catch the illness of haughtiness and all that it implies. <laughs> not good. At least it's not good for the eschatology crowd. But that's the only one. The rest of them were like, it's, at the end, though, she does say she loves me as a brother in Christ. Well, I'm not um, sure they were on my side because I don't view you as haughty. I just view you I, as I, using words that people I hang around, we do not use that. I mean, if somebody, yeah. if we were in a card game and somebody said, I'm not real sure of your eschatology, that would probably lead to somebody saying, well, you want to go outside? <laughs> hey, is it in the Bible anywhere? Just just a question off the top of your head. Is that word in the Bible? I, I like that question. <laughs> so it's not in the Bible? No. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's, oh, yeah, but neither, but it's neither is right the word before Trinity, but... rapture and yeah. Right. Let's see. Would it be? Oh, somebody sent me a note on that. Said you were wrong. That rapture is in the Bible. And uh, well, let's hear. It. They went to. I wish I had the email, but I, I, they went to First Thessalonians four. It was about when Jesus comes back, yeah, caught up, up in, in the, the air. air. Well, so so he well, said. I'm saying he, no, no Bible translated that rapture. Right. Well, but he said. Oh, he, oh, he, he said, had the oh, Greek yeah. word, which then translated into Latin was the Latin word for rapture. And I was like, well, okay, but it's not. Oh, wow, I knew that. Yeah. But I'm saying it, it doesn't, there was no. In his mind, that proved that rapture was in the Bible, but, you know. I'm I just, think he I'm was just... missing the point. I, I, I don't, I, I, I agree with what it meant. We are going to be caught up together. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I was just saying the word. Well, he made, his point was this fourth symbol in our, gospel diagram was raptured and again i haven't had a chance to respond to him so if you're listening you're getting it before you get to the thessalonian 4 i'll just give you again one more time i used it yesterday god is just he'll pay back trouble to those who trouble you and he'll give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well this will happen when the lord jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels now you either can say uh, I wonder if he's talking about uh, that may be the re he will punish those who do not know God. They turn their back and said, I don't want to know this Jesus stuff as my savior. I renounce him. Y'all are up to no good. And you're all a bunch of idiots. Now, he's Phil gonna, added that part. That, he went from quoting he's scripture punish to those who do not know God in the podcast is about God and who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They'll be punished with everlasting fire. And from the, on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among all those who have believed, this includes you because you believe their testimony. I'm just saying these verses are pretty clear leading up to there's going to be a return that Jesus is going to make to this planet. Right. 
and he's gonna. It's gonna be bad times. Well, to if our, you don't know him if you had no obeyed the gospel. Well, to yes, to our listeners' point, you misunderstood because we believe this is the fifth symbol is the rapture, the fifth symbol when Christ comes back. Yes, we're all going to be caught in the air and go with him. So that yep. you know, that's where we stand. That's- I wasn't even standing. I was just making a point that the word rapture was never translated into an English version right. of the Bible. I'm sure maybe I, some- I do. I do believe you said, Jace. I do believe you said if by rapture you mean caught up. I think you actually. I want to say you brought that up in the podcast. Well, maybe you're I, wrong. I hope I did. But your memory's better than mine, so I don't know. But you got to remember, I've said this a thousand times. We're human beings. We're going through the Lord's Word via the Holy Spirit that He wrote for us. I'm 100% positive that I'm not going to be 100% correct on every detail of when, how, and why this was written. Right. I mean, you're 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 going to make a few mistakes, especially when you talk as much as we do. Right. But uh. Well, I wasn't aware that it was translated into Latin, so I learned something from uh, our, our listener's letter. I, I just actually, think he missed our point. I actually about, had read that somewhere. Yeah, I didn't know that. Rupturo or something like yeah. that. But, I mean, look, Latin is just another language. I mean, it's words are translated all the time. We, we do believe in the rapture. We just believe it's a one-time event at the end of time. It's, I do think it's important not to study the Bible. Don't come up with something that you think is cool and then go to the Bible and try to prove it. That's always a bad way to study the Bible. Right. Because when people do that, they tend to miss the forest of the Bible for the trees and the point that they think is cool. I mean, cause you, if, you're, if you already have a set thought in your head that you're trying to prove, the Bible's easy for doing that because there's a lot of things addressed and different things. You can take them out of context. But my whole point about Mark is that's why people were missing Jesus because they— had read the Old Testament prophecy. They knew it way better than we do. They knew it like the back of their hand. And then when they saw Jesus, they said, nope, this this is, this this doesn't, because they wanted him to come here to kill That's others why. and take over the world. And he's like, no, I want to do the exact opposite. That's why I said, look, let me recommend some homework. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, don't read them all. I said, just take it, pull over, and read the last two chapters in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and it all says in each one of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, last two pages. Just read that, and then you go to the book of Acts, read that, and then you go to the epistles and read those. One, 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 one to two pages at a time. That's it. That's all you do. You can do it in 20 minutes. You'll read about the crucifixion, the death of Jesus, the burial of Jesus, and the resurrection, and what Jesus said about it in Mark. He said, go, pre- go preach that. People who believe it, you baptize them. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's what they say. Then jump over to Acts. First thing out of Peter's mouth when he stood before the crowd, he told him, said, Jesus appointed the time. This is his time. He came. You all, with the help of the evil one, killed him with the Roman Empire. Three days later, so I'm just was showing them. Read those small little snippets, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, last two pages, last two chapters. Just read them. Then we get the Acts, read the first paragraph, what Peter said a little later on in that same context. Then you get to Romans and read the first two pages. Get the Acts, Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, read the first couple of pages. You don't have to read the whole Bible. Just get back with me on what that says. 
it'll help them a lot. I agree. And you can read the whole Bible. That's good, too. Yep. So, Jay, since we're dealing with some questions from the audience, Scott sent one I thought was interesting. Because I got a couple of them that were aimed at you, so I thought I'd ask you to help. Are we picking on Jace today? No, this was, you'll like this one. This this is one for Jace. He's always saying how Hollywood takes all their ideas from the Bible. Then he he sent me 1 Thessalonians 4, 6 in the King James, this is actually New King James, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this manner because the Lord is the avenger. Where's that? What verse is First that? Thessalonians 4, 6. That's what uh, NIV doesn't say Avenger. It says something different. But <clears throat> in the new in his resume, that's one I missed. <laughs> the Avenger. The Avenger, yeah. So well, what's, his, what's his point? First Thessalonians 4, what? 6. All right. So what's his point? So his point is that the, the you know, the Avenger movies that are so popular, the Marvel movies. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've ever seen one. Well, that's they're very popular. And so he's saying that the... Jesus was the first Avenger, was his. Point. Oh, so there. Oh, because well, that word is in the uh, New King James. So I, I've noticed that all. Just think about what you just said. It was in a Marvel movie, so they come up with characters that we marvel at. <laughs> well, what's strange to me is to this listener's point, they come up with qualities for the character, the Marvel characters that only Jesus has. That's right. Case in point, the Avenger. The Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. Batman. <laughs> those are, those uh, aren't Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, What's the Marvel? That's DC. Captain Mar- America? Captain America. Look at this guy. He's running through walls. What, what's his skill set? He was a World War II person, and then he somehow got brought forward. I, I, I don't understand it. Iron Man. Travel through time. Iron Man has who, a— Who can only—I just got two—somebody, the T-shirt people, gave me two new shirts. You know what it says? <laughs> it was a, Yesterday, today, forever. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I mean, yeah. I got news for you. Captain America did not come— <laughs> Through time, how many time travel movies are there? Almost everyone. That, the whole the whole basis on the adventure movies were every time. successful. You got to travel through time because you're limited. That's the deal. Once you open up time travel, then everything is possible, and there's no. I, I don't like it. I don't like it in the movies because I feel like at that moment when you introduce time travel, then everything is possible. Every they, they, you can't, there's no parameter. You know what I mean? Hang on, Zach. Let's take a break. So, uh, you know, there's some crazy things going on out there on the political landscape. We, we dive into those from time to time on the podcast. Um, and, you know, a lot of you see around school districts, uh, you just, I don't know, people seem to be losing their mind. Uh, and one of our sponsors is uh, is a great uh, company that's, that's on our side. Uh, they're called Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. Uh, they're a force for conservative values. Uh, that's because they take a portion of your bill and they fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, who believe in freedom of speech, the Second Amendment. Uh, and it's helping us win, obviously. And uh, we've got a lot of, a lot of winning happening and we want a lot more. And so companies like this really stand behind what we're trying to do. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you and your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. Uh, because they use major networks. So, and you're supporting conservative causes with every call. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Phil. 
or you can call him at 972-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Phil. They also offer special discounts for veterans and first responders, and we love that as well. So join the movement, make the switch, and make a difference. PatriotMobile.com slash Phil. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Phil, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Exactly, but my point is... One way of saying it is nothing, scripturally speaking, is impossible. For God. But you got to understand, Zach, in Hollywood, you know what time travel introduces? Reboot. Reboot the franchise. Let's just start all over again yeah, with a bunch of young they, actors. Yeah, Make but some then more they money. Had, there's a lot of these like romantic movies or whatever that it's like they come back and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're now seeing your, your kids 150 years ago and you're, and then they have all these complex, I mean, it's basically back to the future. Yeah introduced all these movies but well, you they, remember the show the tv show quantum leap that was i think back in the 90s maybe quantum leap now they've redone they've rebooted it they where did they get that we just read that in mark remember when he was uh, uh jesus walked on the water and then matthew's version or luke's says the boat immediately it, it, yes, i he, forgot he, the it, phrase yeah it, they immediately went were at the shore they were immediately at the shore well you know what that is that's a quantum leap <laughs> <laughs> you moved space and time without time traveling. It was like when it said there's one scene and where it said they tried to get their hands on him. Remember one of the scenes? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he was just gone. He was gone. Quantum That's leap. why you can remember, almost say Jesus is hiding in plain sight. That's true. I don't know about Hiding in plain sight. I'm having sight. to wrap my head around that. He's yeah, just thinking about it a little bit. It'll come to sight. Hiding in plain sight. He's here, but but that's yeah. Seeing the unseen. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, see, vis- seeing the visit. mystery of godliness is that Christ is in you. So he's closer than you think. I've used that line. But what about look? What about this? When Philip and the eunuch were out in the desert, and y'all y'all remember that story? Acts. He was he was reading the good news right. about Jesus, and and then he's like, "Here's water. Why shouldn't I be baptized?" So they go out and they baptize him. And then it, uh, when they came up out of the water, this is 39, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. Philip, however, appeared in verse 40 at Azotus and traveled Azotus. about. Yeah. He literally, that was, that's a quantum, quantum leap. Time travel, or not time travel, that would just be a quantum leap. Yeah, just being able to... In fact, they were just showing this week that somebody is predicting, you know, in the old Star Trek when they would stand on the pad, you know, and all of a sudden, and then they would disappear and then show up some other place, transporter, they called it. Now they're claiming that we'll be doing that, but I don't forget what year. So here's my take. So Hollywood, and I'm not picking on Hollywood. Hollywood's a city in California. (laughs) But the people who are producing movies, I know a lot of these people. They, You've met the them. only way for them to get something for someone to watch is to be either really rank, show a lot of nudity and blowing heads off and, you know, to do that, or to have supernatural powers yep. shown. True. That's basically movies. That's it. You're exactly right. And, and, and I would say, or, you know, romantic. Yeah. 
relationship romantic rom coms they call them. Yeah, I mean, where well, I think I think I think I think the reason why we uh, movies do this is in Ecclesiastes it says that God has put eternity into the hearts of men. So in us, we we just have this thing in us that we long to to for something that's transcendent. Like we we lo- we just long to to worship. You know, that's that's really what you were created to do is to worship a transcendent God, a God that's above us that possesses these qualities we talked about. And so if you look back throughout history, I mean, it's always been these stories, right? I mean, even like the Greek gods, they all, but the difference is between all of these heroes, uh, um, superheroes and Marvel characters and Greek gods, they, they, they had incredible powers, but they did, but they weren't all powerful. Like there's not one character in any story outside of the one that the, the true story that we read where, where the, the, the main character is all powerful. Not, he, he can't, he doesn't just transcend or, or, or skip through time. He created time. Like that, Plus, that is, kind of, pa- yeah, the, the first, the, the, the only time we actually could see God, he was invisible basically all the way to when Jesus showed up. That's why Paul, the apostle Paul said, when you see Jesus, he's the image of the invisible God that you never could see. He's going to show you up close and personal what he looks like. Yeah, but they didn't recognize him. I know that. Most. It actually says that. And and they didn't recognize him before Jesus showed up either. He was still invisible. That's that's been that battle. (laughs) That's that's the battle that's currently going on and goes all the way back to creation. Jesus made it all, but you didn't see it. It just happened, and they were what in the world? Well, but he, but you but you do see it if if you're in Christ because he he, yep. he reveals well, he's, himself yep. to you. He he's makes made it, he's you. made it plain to us. It says that's he's why it's it almost indescribable when you're telling people because these people are looking at it from a just strictly evidence viewpoint. Or I mean, you just don't get it really until you do it till you experience. A spirit led, yeah, and I, I'd say it like this though. Like, I mean, I think that it's it's not just evidences. I think people are looking for purely physical evidence, but there there's a whole lot more to being a human than just being a physical body. I mean, I think we can, if you, I mean, there's there we have inner longings and things that cannot be described or even uh, science cannot encounter them. The physical sciences, you know, like like this longing for transcendence and beauty in in the world and all those things and that. I was thinking um, when y'all were talking earlier about how you interpret the Bible or how you read the Bible, and Jace, you said something about don't don't find something that you think is really cool or novel and then go try to prove it in the Bible. That's just a bad way to study the Bible. I would agree. I heard a guy say recently, um, the guy who does the Bible project, his name is uh, Tim Mackey. I think it was Tim Mackey who said this, that for years when he studied the Bible, because he was raised in the in the evangelical church, he read the entire Bible through the lens of like atonement, like um, that that it was all about atonement. And it is about atonement, but but that verse that Phil started with, and and uh, was it First Thessalonians about the uh, Second Thessalonians one one four and following. Yeah, listen, listen to what he says here because I think this is because this is what Tim said when he when he started to read the Bible through this lens, it it it, it changed it for him. Um, and it says here that God's going to punish those the people that Phil mentioned that don't don't obey the gospel, and who do not know God. He's going to punish them with everlasting destru- destruction, shut out from the presence of the Lord. So they're, they're, the the hell will be to, to be shut out from the presence of God, 
when he comes, what is he coming for? To be glorified in his saints on that day and to be, here's the word, marveled at among all who have believed. So yep. what, what heaven is going to be is it, the end of all of this is is that we're, we're going to be in the presence of God and he's going to be in our presence and we're going to get to marvel at him. And Tim said, you know, when, when he started to read the Bible as the primary purpose of this was to bring us into the presence of God, it changed it for him. Atonement, freedom from sin, justification, however you want to say salvation, getting saved. That's all. That's not the end. That's a means to the end. The end is being in the presence of God himself. It's being with him and all of these. So, so it matters how we read the scriptures because we need to read it with the end in mind. The, the, the goal of heaven is not just eternal existence. That's not the goal. I mean, I mean you, you, can, you can exist in hell forever, and, you're gonna, and it's going to be miserable. The goal is not eternal existence. The goal is eternal life. Yep. And that, Jesus defined as, as being in the presence of God and knowing him. Um, which sorry, is true. Is, which is a true, a true marvel. You're exactly right. Let's take another break. So I don't know, Dad, if you're familiar with this term, but they have a term now called "dad bod," and it's not necessarily a good thing. You know, it's it's getting a little bit older. It's losing that energy. It's not being able to work out, and you know, <clears throat> your body just naturally loses uh, free testosterone. They call it the man hormone. And so you got to have something to kind of restore and, and rejuvenate. And that's what uh, a great product uh, from Nugenics does. Um, they, if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testophen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym. It'll also help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels uh, in men. So I want you to check these guys out. They're the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Uh, they can help re-energize your life. You get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text UNASHAMED to 231-231. So text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text UNASHAMED to 231-231. That's UNASHAMED to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. Yeah, that's something to marvel at. Yeah, so there's that. There's another word. There's another, uh, oh, another Hollywood used, word. I've used it before. But you know, I'm Jace, in the business, on. they call it, in the production business, they call it tension. So when you have a show or a movie, it's like, well, wh where's our tension? In other words, we have to have some, the audience what has to stay in. Right. Well, and, and so that's, here's how they do that, Al, because I'm pushing back on Zach a little bit, because he was like, well, all these characters, you know, I mean, Jesus is ultimately better, but in, in their, the, hypocritical nature of the movie is that they all they show powers that are like you can't kill them in certain ways so they're indestructible but then they the hypocrisy of it is they all have one weakness that's right There's, that's that's my point that's how, tension because every movie if you're going to watch it you think so i mean there's ten thousand zombie movies and so somebody at some point said yeah but i mean if the, if they're dead people coming back up 
we still got to be able to kill them. Because then we can't have a show. And somebody said, Bob, I got it. Decapitation. Yeah, shoot him in the head. Decap. <laughs> if you decap. Now, wait a minute. They were dead. They're coming up out of the ground. What if they were decapitated? You cut that's an arm off. Put, that's what put them in the ground in the first place. Well, well the walking and dead and the walk the walking dead though you can decapitate the zombies and they're still alive. You have to penetrate the brain with a what? With, and why well, do they want to eat you, Jay? The fact that why we're are they so hungry. <laughs> the fact that we're discussing this shows the ridiculous nature of this, but deep down they're capturing what people really want, which is to be able to come back to life. That's it. And the the idea of that is is appealing. Why do we keep coming out with these movies? Right. Because we're all depressed when we think, oh, we're dead. But it's even the idea of sacrifice, because in the Marvel movies, you know, they're finally going to get a character has to, they the, the movie people decide, because Robert Downey Jr. does, he decides he doesn't want to be Iron Man anymore. So they're like, okay, so we have to have him sacrifice himself. Yeah. For the good of the Avengers, mm-hmm. and therefore, you know, he's seen as a saint. Well, where does that idea come from? Again, a, a, an indestructible person sacrifices himself for the good of the group, and now he's a hero. All so. these movies, you can get it down to what he says next in Second Thessalonians, the coming of the lawless one. By the way, the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one to be in accordance with the work of Satan, displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles. Look, watch your TV and watch the movies y'all talking about. Counterfeit miracles, signs and wonders, it's full of it. And in every sort of evil that deceives who are perishing. Now watch this. They perish because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason... God sends them a powerful delusion and it can come at you one TV show after the other (laughs) so that they will believe the lie so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth. They got their truth, they say, and they y'all got y'all's. We do. His name is Jesus, but have delighted in wickedness. So that's ongoing good and evil struggle started way back in Genesis with the first sin and is still here. Well, that goes back to what and the solution about. has come and has gone back into heaven where he represents us and keeps us cleansed. And his return is going to be quite, quite the event. That's interesting. He's and, coming and, and back. That, that answers the question that we brought up um, a few weeks ago about the blasting the Holy Spirit. That, that's what this is talking about here. It's, it's ultimately right. like, what, so why, what does that mean? It's, it's, it's rejection of truth. And once you reject the only means by which you're going to receive revelation about who the living God is, there's there's nothing left. And in this case, it's even scarier because this says that God, because of their rejection of truth, that God sent them a powerful delusion. Yep. And you start thinking about that, that's a whole other level of like, okay, let's take a break there because you're like, man, I don't want to be in a position where I have rejected truth to the point that God's like, okay, I'm going to give you over to yourself, and I'm also going to help you double down on that by sending you a powerful delusion, kind of what he did with Pharaoh. A lot of people fall short, and they get discouraged because they think somehow that it's instantaneous. You'll never make another mistake when you come to Jesus. The truth is, 
he has, when you come to Jesus by faith that he died for you, was buried and raised from the dead, when you come to that realization, you have been made, and you obey the gospel, you have been made to know who Jesus is. You, 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 you're, and he's made you perfect forever as you're being made holy. There's a process of you, your life getting better and better each day. You focus on Jesus, what he did for you, but you have to be made holier and holier as you go on your journey on planet Earth and let the people know, how did how do you do that? How do you follow Jesus? Well, you're there to say, it's not complex. It's a decision you make. Jesus is Lord. Your behavior must change when you say that. Yes. Now, to get back to this, what's, what spawned all this talk, I just had a thought. <laughs> oh, boy. An epiphany. Draw, I, have a, I, I see his First Thessalonians 4, 6, because he asked about the Avenger. But I'm, I'm going to give you a better version of, of, of that analysis. We're going to drop the re and add the a. Did you get that? Drop the re. Drop the re and add the a. Have you ever heard that before, Zach? We're going to drop the re and add the a. Does anybody know what that is? No, only you, my friend. Because I made it up. All right, so what? Only you. It's going to make sense. I said it We're waiting. I said, well, we're waiting. Well, we're waiting. Okay. So I'm going to, all right, remember, we're going to drop the re and add the a. Okay. I don't know where that particular verse is, but you I'm being judgy. Is it in the Bible? Is it in the Bible? Come on out with me. I'm going to share it now. Romans 12, and I'm going to give you a little context, So, because we don't. But this is in response to the question of who is the real Avenger. Avenger, And I'm telling you to drop the re, drop the re, and add the A. Ready? (laughs) Romans 12, 17, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Phil loves that verse. Do not take... Revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. That's a great point. Drop the re and add the a, and you figure out who the real avenger is. And that explains, as you're being made holy, you will you will embrace these things. See what I'm saying, Jace? Because oh, remember, agree. in view of God's mercy, it's how it starts in Romans 12. And that's what you'll look like in yeah. view of his mercy, in and view of his mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Yes. And to Zach's earlier point, because the next verse says, on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Well, that yep. wouldn't make a good maybe. Yeah. By the way, it, this Sunday, for the ones who are listening and you visit White's Ferry Road, some of you have come and want us to baptize you. We'll do that. But remember... Romans 12 is where we're going this Sunday. Well, now I get Because of my speech yesterday, now we're looking at Romans 12, and we start showing you what, as you're being made holy, how do I do it? Well, leave the the avenging (laughs) God. Don't you take revenge. He's dropped the re and out of the A, Jase. It worked. Pretty good good thinking, Jase. Very seldom you. Let's take a break. Jason, I know you and Missy are excited. Uh, Lisa and I are excited uh, 
The Chosen Season 3 uh, is coming. And what's even more exciting, it's going to begin in theaters on November 18th. So this is something new. Uh, the, the theme of the Season 3 is, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's from Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Uh, this season is the most consequential and emotional chapter yet. It picks up right where th- Season 2 left off, but it turns up the heat. Jesus delivers the most famous sermon in history, and we know because we studied that on the podcast, and what follows are the consequences of living out his teachings. So the honeymoon is over. Things are getting tense, and we're going to see that. Uh, All the followers and enemies of Jesus are multiplying in this season. Uh, A lot of trouble, a lot of tension, a lot of tough questions. But, of course, Jesus says what he always does, and he's going to offer rest. Episodes one and two will begin in theaters starting November 18th, and episodes will start releasing for free in the Chosen app before Christmas. If you want more information, visit thechosentickets.com. That's the Chosen, T-H-E, thechosentickets.com. And we are getting ready for an exciting season three. Very seldom do you come up with a concept that has never been discussed in the history of the world. I'm pretty sure that no one ever has said drop the re and add the a, and that'll take care of life. Great problems. point. So I wanted to finish it's this. It's inspired thought. Dad so much he's going to teach it. Hell, it hell was with what me. What I'm saying on is, there. you know, you know, you already forgiven them. I, I've been cursed out while I'm trying to point people to Jesus, and being cursed and just uh, in railed against and I'm trying to get a person to see what Jesus looks like so he'll come to him. But did but, you want to take revenge on them or did you want to oh, avenge them? I want I want to see him saved. But that's, based that's on what, what I just them. read, wouldn't you agree that the Lord is the avenger? Oh it yeah. It is mine to avenge, I will repay. Second Thessalonians Lord. one, four and following, he's the avenger. Well, I, I kind of like it. It reminded that. that remember the movie Red what? Dawn? Remember that movie, the old movie Red Dawn? Where the Russians yeah. invaded. The Russians and the Cubans. Wolverines. The Wolverines. So the, remember the guy, the dad was in the, the, he was in the concentration camp or they had them all grouped up there. And when the boys are leaving, he sends them away. So you got to get up in the hills. Don't ever come back to town. And he hollered out, avenge me. Avenge me. You know, he starts yelling, avenge See, me. Everybody wants an avenger. All want avenger. So I wanted to finish reading this because it, I think uh, Zach, Zach had a good point about movies uh, about, and then he, when he said that it's more than just living forever, you know, it's living in the presence of God forever. Cause so he, he, in verse 20 of that Romans 12, he said, he quotes, uh, where is this quote? So uh, Proverbs 25, I think. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, which you won't, you won't see in a movie unless it's a setup. Read that final word there, yeah. which is it. Well, I'm getting there. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head, which is always an interesting thing to ponder. I mean, if you're yeah, I've read a in lot a of place where you have burning coals being heaped on your head, not in a good spot there. And then do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And I was simply going to make the point, though, over 90% of all movies have some aspect of the battle of good and evil. It's got to be good and evil. Because that is what our world revolves around. But when you read Romans 12, and, and I'm glad he wrote that, it is undeniable that there's only one Avenger and none of us 
qualify. That's it. And usually most of the movies, Jace, is, it's always good and evil, but then the, the good, what we would call the good guys, are really, they have evil tendencies. And so, again, that's more of the tension there. A lot have. of people get a little confused when it says, and he makes it clear, you don't hate who is evil. You hate what is evil. Up, up in verse good point. 9. Good point. Cling to what's good. In other words, it, it's, it's not you. It's the sin in you that's making you behave the way you're behaving. And we, we're to hate evil because we see what it does to people and, it, and us too. We've all been dead in our sins at one time or other. And then he just says, cling to what's good. The balance of being made holy is to cling to what is good. That's why over and over and over, Jesus talked about good. Peter said he goes around teaching other, and, and he's doing what was good and driving out demons. He did what was good. That's where we are in Mark 8. No, but you make an excellent point because if you don't love people, you miss the whole point, right? That's right. I mean, because you won't give them good news. You just get away from them. That's right. You just say, I, I hope you all wind up yeah. you know, in hell. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to be like that. You don't that's, want to be like that's that. That's not the way Jesus was. Yep. He had a way of functioning. got to remember, he didn't come there to, to, to kill us. He right. came to save us. He, you know, John, John 3, 16, 17. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Zach. What I was tell, yeah. I was telling one of my kids, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, I was, again, when you, when you get in a position, because the, the, we have really high justice meters around our house. Like, I mean, if there's an injustice, I mean, it's like we're going to die. I mean, it is. It's full board. And I'm like, yeah. But I, I try to tell my kids, you know, like when you're entering into that kind of thing, though, like you have to look at whoever it is that you're wanting to get your revenge out on. You have to. I, I love that, that that verse starts in Romans 12 that Phil mentioned. It's in view of God's mercy you offer your body as a living sacrifice. And I think that that, that's how he sets it up. Because if, if, if I'm, if I come into a discussion with you and you've done me wrong and I'm not coming into it in view of God's mercy, then yeah, I'm going to be, I'm I'm coming after you. But if I go in in view of God's mercy, what happens is I'm like, Oh wait, wait, wait a second. I'm actually not that good. You know, I don't have a, I don't have a claim to moral superiority. I don't have a claim. I'm not perfect. He's made me perfect. So I'm too. And I, yeah, he he's perfect. I'm not. I know who I am. So it, you've done me wrong. But in the back of my mind, what I'm thinking is, but I've done people wrong, and I know what I've done. And I and so there, it's like you kind of have like when you know there's like this. For example, if you know that, that something could be exposed about you, you're probably not going to go out there and and rant about whatever that thing is publicly because what if it ever comes out what you're thinking? You're probably going to go, hey guys, you're gonna you're gonna approach that with grace and, and mercy uh, because that's what you want so i think when you move into this it's like you, you, what he's getting at in this romans 12 passage is, is we well, that's how we enter life and then and then we we back off and we say god like you take care of whatever it is that like, i'm not god you you avenge that's not my it's not my world it's not my role it's not my position it is yours to avenge that is a hard thing to give up but I will tell you this: that in the times in my life where I have given that to God, and I've and I've I've recognized that reality that it's His to avenge and not mine, I've experienced incredible, incredible freedom. But when I've hung on to that and said, "No, no, no, I'm going to be the one to make That's sure," That's why that this yesterday, gets right. in my hurry to get the lesson preached, and I get I get gone. Yeah, give us the nuts and bolts. So the you nuts and bolts was. Hey, Dad, before we do that, let's take our last break.
I missed one of the most important things of the entire lesson. Well, now you can bring it out. I can bring it out right now. Right. The greatest, the, the, after looking at the whole thing, the greatest friend you could ever have, and I said friend, is Jesus Christ. He said, the ones who do what I say, they're my friends. The greatest friend I ever had and still have is Jesus Christ. Mm. He is my friend, and I am thankful he is because you do not want him to be your enemy. You want him to be your valid, friend. Valid you say, point. so what do we do? We just <laughs> Sometimes do it's right. the most simplest points, Phil, that mean the most. That, yep. that is. So you did Colossians 1. You say, well, Miss Kay is not your best friend? I said, no, it's Jesus. You say, well, what about Miss Kay, your woman you've been with for 60 years? What about her? I said, she has the authority to forgive me, but she can't remove my sin. Only Jesus can remove it. And she did forgive you. And when I die, she doesn't have the power to raise me from the dead. Jesus does. That's why he's a better friend than yeah. my woman. Yeah. Not, not that she's not a good friend. woman. Yeah. She just doesn't have the authority to remove sin. Uh-huh. Yeah, you read, Acts, you, 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 you read that Acts 17 that, and when it talks about the, he's going to judge the world by Jesus, this one whom he raised from the dead. You read that description of what's going to happen. You're like, yeah, make, make friends with the judge. Make friends with that yeah. guy. Not many, preachers, not many preachers end their lesson like I did yesterday. My line was, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and then you did, I bet. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm out of here. And that ended the lesson. Did you drop the mic? I should have brought it? up the friendship about between me and the Lord, but I missed that. I thought I should have told him. All right, unashamed. You got, was, the, you got the real. So what end. was the response? Was it just <clears throat> shock? Well, he, he was gone. He don't well, here, I was in California. I was in the airport. So I was wondering, I thought, I wonder how dad did today. And then I sent a text to Mike, you know, one of our pastors, because I didn't get any text. So I thought, well, that's probably good. Because usually when I get texts about dad's sermons, that's, that something has been yeah. said that might be upsetting to people. So I didn't hear anything. So I texted Mike and I said, Mike, how did dad do? He said, I think it's the best sermon he's ever preached at Whitesville. Oh, that's And I was like, whoa. I mean, you know, that's the best ever. I mean, so, this is brown bag special saying that. I call him brown bag <laughs> special. I bought him supper one time. You know, he was your youth about, director. Yeah, about fifty dollars a plate. You know, I'm buying. He said I'll get the next one. And about a week later, he invites me to lunch, and we literally went to the Sonic and got two brown bag specials <laughs> that cost him six dollars total. I just couldn't believe it. I said, you talking about tight. It was the least amount in the world possible to pay for someone's lunch. And you got a moment. And from that moment on into all of eternity, special. he will be known as Brown Bag Special. It was about yeah. 20 minutes. He's the great son of man and the son of God. He's the fullness of God. He's the sa- our savior. And he said, I will save you. And he can't lie. So you can believe him. He didn't come to condemn you, but to save you. He's the light of the world. He has power over Satan. He's the head of the church. He's the manifold wisdom of God. He's been made known to the rulers, the authorities, and the heavenly realms. In Jesus, through faith in Jesus, you may approach God with freedom, confidence, 
He is the greatest forgiver ever on planet Earth. He has set us free from sin, from guilt, from death itself. What a Lord, what a Savior. Jew or Gentile, we all have access to the Father. This Jesus and Jesus alone, we have peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Jesus is our peace. And he's the best friend I ever had. And that's just the final page. But that's how it was for about 25 minutes. I just could... It was so much about the greatness of Jesus, I literally had to cram it in as fast as I could just to bring up his accolades. I mean, you, you get the resume of Jesus, all-powerful promise, creator of everything, sinless, no mistakes, boy wonder, man-made wonder, God wonder, miracle worker, alpha, omega. I mean, yeah. I just did that for about 20 minutes. It took that long just to say who Jesus is. It was amazing. So, I never had heard anybody ever done, done that before, but I said, you know, it all comes down to who is Jesus. They told me as I was going out the door that people were responding and they were baptizing them. So it was like a Book of Acts movement. Well, <clears throat> you're right. And when it takes 25 minutes to cram in the accolades of how great someone is. Yeah. That tells you he's pretty great. What are you oh, I like about? that title, The Resume of Jesus. Yeah. It's a that's 25 a, minute book, right? rant. That's the book. That's going to be Phil's new book. Yeah. Right. I so mean, the right. idea that, about how great he is. And of course, that's the point. I sent your dad, by the way, the notes on that, Zach, and, uh, you know, whatever he wants to do with it, you know, he's happy with it. So I, we just, uh, side uh, note, we just went into a small meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Here in the podcast, that's, that's how we are. Got a Gordo in yeah. a bind now. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, guys, Tuesday at 2.30, we have to get the <laughs> What works for you, Zach? Uh, Zach can uh, I come to the meeting? The <laughs> let's just have check the meeting calendars. with Unashamed Nation well, in the background. It shows you how hard it is for us to get together. <laughs> So we, we just do we are to have a, we are to have a business meeting on the marketing of something and the, involve the unashamed nation and it could be a live marketing meeting. We got, we'll figure something out there and, and that's, that's right. our marketing people right there. What I know? intended to say, shop Alan, I think I got it out. If you read the resume of Jesus, it's such a grand resume of uh, uh, reading of anybody. But when you when you look at that. You come down with, and I, I did tell the brothers, I tell you what's riding on this. Your life is riding on this. Your life is riding on it. Right. I said, move on it. Move. Move quick. Yeah, I'm excited because I'm following up your lesson this Sunday. Yep. My follow-up is, if he's so great, now what? Because you got to get to the now what as it, as it relates to us. That's it. Because just recognizing his greatness doesn't do you a lot of good unless you get in on the thing. That's Romans 12. Jace exactly. gave a good, good way to, to, to move. Well, that was thanks to our viewer. I just thought of that off the top of my head, so I apologize for any help. Drop the re, add the A. Yeah, thank you, Scott, because you, you sparked the whole podcast today. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, well, that was quite the winding road, but it was it was uh, pretty lively. I mean, I don't, we, we went – I don't, I don't know how we started and where we ended well, up, but that was... He read that. Once you get in the habit of noticing commercials and movies and, and seeing how the world is trying to fix our problems and get your attention, they it's just impossible to do it without Christ-like qualities. It's hollow. It's hollow and deceptive. Don't, don't get tangled yeah. up with man-made hollow 
messed up and deceptive. Because you know what I, you know what I found about Jesus that we, you know, hadn't brought up yet. But you know how in all the movies you got to find the weak spot, and well, it ain't, it's not there with Jesus. No, right? No, that, that's not going to find it. Well, apparently, because there was a, you know, it's ha- it's Halloween season, so there's another Halloween movie. So th- there's talking about the guy that you can't kill. I mean, oh, I was Jason. a Tina. No, he's another one. Uh, what's his name? Michael Myers. So Michael Myers. He, Michael Myers. This movie came out when I was yeah. a teenager, and he they're still oh, yeah. trying to yeah. kill him. I, I gave I'm fifty seven years old. Two. I think I saw the first two, and I said, nah, man. <laughs> I mean, well, it's all under see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition. Y'all are going way back human tradition on what they've done with these shows the basic principles of the world rather than on Christ. That's their downfall. There's no Jesus there. End of story. So you wind up creating whatever, to Zach's point earlier in the podcast, whether it's the Greeks, the Romans, yeah. you create demigods and yes, sir. and partial gods. And I, I actually have an announcement that I can't give, but uh, when, <laughs> by the time this is out... <laughs> You can't give it? No. But you have it. There's nothing like a good announcement that you can't give. That's that's another first I've heard, Jace. I've never heard anybody say, I have an announcement announcement to make that I can't Can't give. I just wanted to throw it out there. All right. So maybe, maybe if you follow us over to overtime, we could coax it out of him. I don't know. We're out of, we're out of time. If you want to follow us over, it's blazetv.com. But when you hear I it, give when you the I way out of here, up, but, uh, I can give you the way out of here, but no. when I when I am able to give it, you will remember that I said I have it. I just couldn't give it at the time. Stay tuned. So, so if you want to follow us in overtime, it's blazetv.com slash unashamed. You're going to get $10 off if you use the promo code Phil uh, from your subscription. So check it out. We'll see you in overtime. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.